Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here joining with me today on a Wednesday. I believe it's the 4th, 4th of January, 2023. Mm, I'm not having coffee. I'm having my wonderful, wonderful um, crud. Now I forgot the name of the tea. <laughs> Earl Grey, Earl Grey tea. <laughs> Oh my, but I enjoy this tea. I love it with a little bit of milk. And we actually had some leftover. First time we ever had it in the house is silk, the uh, uh, what they call almond milk, one word, because it's the word milk is actually a regulated word, meaning, you know, dairy. Um, but it doesn't quite have the same effect on the tea like regular milk does, but it has a nice sweet taste that it adds to it. So grab your cup and join me for a slurp. Mm. But here we are, we're rolling into 2023. And I don't know if you spent much time outside yesterday, if you live anywhere near where I live, but oh my goodness, it was gorgeous out. Um, I mean, not with the sun, but just with the temperature. Uh, we spent most of the day uh, working outside or going back and forth, taking uh, uh, different uh, Christmas things down, moving them out to the lodge and, and things like that, you know, for storage. But it was it was wonderful. And, and to think that not even two weeks before, we were freezing to death. <laughs> oh, can't wait to get that electric bill. Uh, that's the problem of living in an all-electric house. Um, you uh, you definitely, uh, when it gets that cold, your your furnace does not stop. But no, it was uh, it was very nice, and we did a variety of different things. I mean, it is soggy. It's horribly soggy. That's the thing that in the winter time, I like these mild temperatures but it releases all the moisture that's been frozen in the ground. And it is just a sloppy, soupy mess. That is what they made gumboots for. Um, but it was, uh, it was very nice. Uh, a nice little break. And, and yesterday was the third. And in our family, um, we have a little tradition. Some may call it an old wives' tale. I think of it as a meteorological can, uh, tradition uh, that I learned from my mother, and that is that the first three months or the first three days of the year, January first, second, and third, rule the first three months: January, February, and March. So, however the weather is on those three days, that's how it's going to be for winter. Based on that, we're done with the the big bad nasty weather, cold weather. It's going to be mild and balmy. We'll see if that prediction holds out. <laughs> you know, my wife loves snow, and one of the things that she likes to do is is uh, when we have a nice a nice snow and it's not so bitter bitter cold or windy, is for us to take a nice walk out on the farm in the snow. And I enjoy that too. She is, uh, but as we've gotten older, she is much more of a snow person 
than I am. Um, because when I see the snow, yes, it's pretty. But then I think about sidewalks that have to be shoveled. <laughs> I think about ice forming underneath. Um, I don't look forward to that part as I am in my upper 50s now. <laughs> oh, it was fun earlier when I was a kid. Gosh, how many of you are old enough to remember the winter of 1978? My goodness, that was a fun winter. I spent so much time outside. My friends and I were piling up snow from our driveway or the neighbor's driveway, sliding it home on toboggans to make big, big piles that we would then spend countless hours carving out to make into igloos. Um, that was just an amazing time. And back then, it was expensive to take photographs. Um, my folks, you know, you everybody had a camera, but you didn't waste, uh, you know, film and printing uh, that often. But I do have one or two photos of my igloos. I have no idea where those photos are. I still remember them vividly. But... Yeah, the older I get, I'm not interested in building an igloo. <laughs> I'll take a milder winter. <laughs> oh, but... I've got to get around a little bit earlier this morning than what I have fallen into the habit of doing, so I better get down to brass tacks here if I'm going to do a podcast this morning. And uh wanted to talk about a little thing that had come across my Facebook feed, and I saved it. I'm not sure when it was from. Let me see if I can... Does this... Oh, it was... Uh, I got this uh, a week ago, Thursday. Came through. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, there, there's a couple of different things, a couple of different angles you can look at this on. But the first, or, well, I'll just, just straightforward, it's about how you see yourself in the topic of forgiveness. So let me just read it. The relationship you have with yourself is the most complicated because you can't walk away because you can't walk away from you you have to forgive every mistake you have to deal with every flaw you have to find a way to love even when you're disgusted with you and that's true oh my gosh in counseling that was often the the hardest topic that people struggled with it's not what happened to them by other people, although sometimes that was quite horrific. But it was the brutality that people had with themselves regarding the issue of forgiving themselves. See, I often would say, you know, you can give another person the benefit of the doubt. But it's a lot harder to do that with yourself because you know what your thoughts truly were when you chose to do something. And so when we, when we think about that, that makes it harder. Because it's kind of like, you know, in a, in a court of law, if the person who is being convicted is on the, the witness stand and they are forthcoming 
with all their motives and all their reasoning and all their logic and all their bitterness and everything, it becomes very hard then for, you know, um, you know, a jury or a judge to, uh, to look with kindness on a person or to give them the benefit of the doubt because they've just spilled all the beans. They have just let it be known, you know, what, you know, what their in true intentions were. Well, when you're talking about when you make a mistake, when you do something wrong to yourself or to others, you know your intentions. That makes it harder. So let me read this again. The relationship you have with yourself is the most complicated because you can't walk away from you. See, what we do a lot of times, if somebody has hurt us, we just we can just walk away from them. You know, if there's if there's somebody you meet in a coffee shop or you know you're getting your oil changed and you strike up a conversation and they're just a complete jerk. Well, you know what? When your oil change is done, you can just walk away, can't you? You don't have to see that person again. But you can't walk away from yourself. You have to forgive every mistake. And if you don't, well, then you're living with unforgiveness of yourself. You have to deal with every flaw. Well, guess what? You're not perfect. You have flaws. You make mistakes. You have, you know, scars, so to speak, that impact how you think, how you interpret. Those are flaws. You have to... uh, Find a way to love you even when you're disgusted with you. You see, you can divide love into two types. Conditional love and unconditional love. Conditional love is based on how, or based on behavior. If these behaviors are done, you get love. If they're not done, Love is withheld or love is destroyed. But unconditional love, it's not based on any kind of condition, not based on any kind of behavior. It's based upon who you are. Doesn't matter how disgusting. Unconditional love is there first. And because of that love, a person's behavior will likely change because of unconditional love. You see, when we talk about, you know, relationship with God, you know, for the Christian, we're looking at the the idea that God loved us so much that he sent his one and only son to be a sacrifice to pay for sin. We didn't do anything. That's unconditional love. That's unconditional. You can't walk away from your, you know, yourself. And unconditional love doesn't walk away. It's the kind of love that is patient and kind. You see, while this, this talks about this little uh, meme here or this little thing that came across my Facebook page, it's about the challenge with loving yourself and that you can't walk away And it kind of sets a premise in saying that 
because you can't walk away from yourself, so you better deal with yourself in a healthy way. You have to forgive every mistake. You have to deal with every flaw. You have to find a way to love you even when you uh, when you're disgusted with you. Let me take this to another plane. This is how we should be with other people. This is how we should be with other people. Because you know what? We can change this and say the relationship you have with others is also very complicated. Because you shouldn't just walk away from them. You have to forgive every one of their mistakes. You have to deal with every flaw. You have to find a way to love those around you, even when what they do disgust you. It doesn't mean you're compromising your values. It just means that people shouldn't be disposable. Relationships that we have should not just be thrown away because of mistakes or flaws. Yet we see that a lot, don't we? We hear about that a lot. You know, nothing tears me up more than when I see families or longtime friendships get abandoned. Why? Because of an unwillingness to forgive and to restore or preserve a relationship. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means. There's there's things that, you know, relationships over the years that I eventually walked away from. Don't like to say that. But sometimes you may have to take a um, a break. Sometimes you may have to protect yourself, especially if the person is, if there's a lot of anger, a lot of harm being done, you may have to withdraw. But does that mean that you stop love or that you change love from unconditional to conditional? Maybe you've never had unconditional love shown to you and that's a kind of a foreign concept. Maybe that's something to explore. Should love be conditional or should it be unconditional? And there's different types of love. You know, the Greeks, you know, would talk about, you know, the three types. You had a a brotherly love. You had a a physical, erotic love, and you had an unconditional, self-sacrificing love. Where are you at with love? Where are you at with forgiveness? As we move into this new year, are there goals when it comes to this area in your life? Maybe forgiving yourself, loving yourself, maybe forgiving and loving others. 
maybe being less likely to walk away. Think about that. Think about that. Chew on that while you uh, go about a day that hopefully isn't going to go back to being really cold. (laughs) It's going to be in the high 40s here. But uh, think about that. Where are you at? What do you need to do? All right, that's it for today. I hope you all have a great, fantastic day, and we will catch you next time for another cup of coffee. Have a good one. Bye-bye.